Today on The Eric Erickson Show, he's a broadcaster and author who took a 12-year detour to Congress, becoming part of the first Republican House majority in 40 years. Filling in for Eric today, former Congressman J.D. Hayworth. Well, there you are. Mercy, it's been a while. So honored to be back behind this microphone, uh, speaking with you as Eric has generously given me this great post-Thanksgiving gift. And it is wonderful to be back with you. And if you're scoring at home uh, or keeping track of things, if you're a person in need of numerical reminders, number to call 877-973-7425. And I, you, you could tell me this. If you wanted to, and maybe what you wanted to, you want to email me this information directly, which you can do at this address. I actually thought once upon a time I would coin this hip phrase, but people just go, "What's your email?" I would say, "No, no, it's an, it's an email address. It should be an address." But I digress. If you want to send an email to me directly, JD at MoneyRadio.com. All lowercase, no punctuation. You know if you email jd at moneyradio.com. At the Hayworth Hacienda, Miss Mary produced another masterpiece. Now, you may have taken Eric's recipe for good gravy that he sent a couple of days back. Uh, No offense to Eric. I I said to Miss Mary, hey, here's Eric's recipe, and she said, well, that looks good. <laughs> but Miss Mary has her uh, Mississippi home-style gravy. It's kind of interesting uh, out here in the great Southwest. It's the South, but it's the West, as I greet you this day from Arizona. I wish all of the news could be good. Let's begin with the good news. Uh, despite an early report of the ceasefire being broken that Hamas apparently violated the ceasefire within 15 minutes. There is a hostage exchange going on as you and I get together. Confirmation that hostages are back in Israel. I saw a breakdown. The first group, I believe, if memory serves, 10 Israelis, uh, nine, I I think, people from Thailand and one Filipino. Uh, So we will see if Americans are released, but this entire situation gives us more reasons to be on our knees. And wouldn't it be nice if yesterday, yes, it is well and good that we set aside a day nationally to give thanks. But do you find yourself in this temporal existence, as my pastor calls it, in this jacked up world where Sin is so rampant, and random acts of cruelty seem to be so common. 
seems the challenge for you and me is to adequately express thanks on every day. And even with that, there is a... uh, I take no... I know that some people listen to talk radio and they go, okay, J.D., so you're a right-winger, so you're just going to beat up on all things Biden. This transcends politics. And it sure it should concern all of us. Look, the Constitution itself states, there shall be no religious test for the holding of public office or a public trust in the United States. That is true. But our Bill of Rights, the First Amendment to our Constitution expresses our freedom of religion. We are free to believe and to worship God as we choose, even if we choose not to worship God at all. There it is, the First Amendment. Of the ten commonly called our Bill of Rights, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. The concern, of course, was what had happened with our British cousins where there was a Church of England. And yet, from our first president onward, first by tradition and then by law, setting aside Thanksgiving Day as a national holiday, which Lincoln did after the Civil War, uh, our commanders-in-chief have yielded and recognized the greatest authority that is in control of all nations. Joe Biden did not do that this year. Uh, You you can check it for yourself. I have the complete proclamation. Whitehouse.gov, the website. I'll read you the paragraph. Now, therefore, I, Joseph R. Biden, Jr., President of the United States of America, by virtue of the authority vested in me by the Constitution and the laws of the United States, do hereby proclaim Thursday, November 23rd, 2023, as a national day of thanksgiving. I encourage the people of the United States of America to join together and give thanks for the friends, neighbors, family members, and strangers who have supported each other over the past year in a reflection of goodwill and unity. Okay, so Mr. Biden proclaims we should give thanks for our neighbors, etc. But it, it prompts this question. Give thanks to whom? Go back and read, and they're available to you. Go back and read what Washington said in that very first proclamation when he acknowledged God's providence 
And he said, we as a people should unite in most humbly offering our prayers and supplications to the great Lord and ruler of nations. Lincoln, after the Civil War, November 28, 1861, no human counsel hath devised, nor hath any mortal hand worked out these great things. And he continued, I do therefore invite my fellow citizens in every part of the United States and also those who are at sea and those who are sojourning in foreign lands to set apart and observe the last Thursday of November as a day of thanksgiving and praise to our beneficent Father who dwelleth in the heavens. And given the prevalence of all the orange man bad stuff we hear, what, whatever, whatever your visceral response to Donald John Trump, 45th President of the United States, we see in his 2020 Thanksgiving address on Thanksgiving Day, we thank God for the abundant blessings in our lives. I encourage all Americans to gather in homes and places of worship to offer a prayer of thanks to God for our many blessings. A personal reflection. The one who many of us consider to be the author and protector and source of our faith. Some think he was a prophet. Others think he was a philosopher. I choose to think that he was the Son of God. And you recall in the Gospels, and let me paraphrase in modern language, he said, until you have a childlike faith. It doesn't mean immaturity. It doesn't mean you don't use the brain God gave you. It doesn't mean you don't pray for wisdom and discernment. And yet, the Lord observed, unless you have a childlike faith, it'll be mighty tough. Because well, uh, the the first sin is so reflexive, isn't it? We choose to make God in our own image, don't we? We choose to reshape God in our own image rather than recognizing that God made us in His image. But I recall with that childlike faith, even before elementary school on Sundays, the ABC television network would have a show uh, meant for young people called Discovery. And after the Cuban Missile Crisis, there was an exchange. Uh, the, the hosts of Discovery went to Moscow to meet a couple of Soviet children. And they talked about their daily lives and all of that. And you can, you can say that well, this was just serving up a dose of communist propaganda, and maybe to a certain degree it was. 
but I was watching the show with my dad as the camera crew, the American hosts, and the two Soviet kids went to the Kremlin. And Dad points, say, see those buildings? They used to be churches. But now they're used as museums and as government offices. It's against the law to worship God in the Soviet Union. That struck a young boy. Uh, not as certainly not angelic, but it struck this young boy with a sense of how horrible. Of course, not even the Soviet dictators could outlaw God, and the power of prayer eventually prevailed, but this world remains imperfect, and now we look at the United States... And the current occupant at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue says, Give thanks, but doesn't bother to articulate to whom we should give those thanks. And you wonder why we're facing problems? Think about it. It's the day after Thanksgiving. More ahead, it's J.D. for Eric. This holiday season, do you want to stand in line at the post office or UPS while people are standing around you coughing and sneezing and you're waiting to ship your package and the person in front of you is getting the certified mail order and weighing the package and they didn't ship it right and you're insane now because you've waited so long? You could just go to Stamps.com and sign up today and you can get ahead of the line because you skipped the line and they come to you to pick up the packages they give you 84% off UPS and post office rates. You get a free digital scale. You get some free postage. You get a free limited time offer at Stamps.com. All you do, go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone, put in Eric, E-R-I-C-K, start saving today, start skipping the line, start arranging pickup of your packages from UPS or the post office at your home or office. You skip the line. You have no long-term commitment. You have no contract to sign. All you do is go to Stamps.com. You put in Eric, E-R-I-C-K, after you clicked on the microphone, and save today with Stamps.com. When the world seems crazy, he'll keep you sane. It's the Eric Erickson Show. Get the podcast, live stream, email, and social media links by texting Eric to 33777 now. 877-973-7425, the number to call to the Eric Erickson Show with special guest host and legend in his own mind, recovering United States Congressman J.D. Hayworth of Arizona. Coming up following the break at the bottom of the hour, uh, the bottom of the barrel, uh, you, you knew something like this would happen because uh, if you're anything like uh, this well-upholstered, uh, I don't even want to use the demographic to which I belong now, but uh, this uh, well-upholstered uh, in southern vernacular big old boy, uh, maybe, yeah, the, the turkey and all the trimmings on Thanksgiving Day, delicious. But the day after, 
those turkey leftovers are great. However, the turkey leftovers we are going to offer you, well, they're the, uh, they're the leftovers that, that somehow didn't make it back in the fridge. And uh, given what happens to the, that delicacy, uh, may have turned rancid. Yeah, these, these leftovers are real turkeys. Uh, we will hear mostly from the previous times you and I got together, though a few, a few new entrants to this uh, parade of shame. People in public life who, um, well, they're just turkeys. That's a polite way to say who they are, and that is coming up. Uh, following our break here at the bottom of the hour, which is, what, only a couple of minutes away or less. Let me um, let me update you on other things going on. And when you, when you look at the history of this shopping day and the name Black Friday, our friends in Philadelphia say it started there. So not only was our country born in Philadelphia, but years later, this, this uh, shopping extravaganza. Philadelphians claimed that it used to be the Army-Navy game was played every year in Philly. It was the day after Thanksgiving. Stores stayed open, and those stores were in the black. Thus, Black Friday. My sensibilities, as a guy who remembers the late 1970s, there was a motion picture entitled Black Sunday that had to do with terrorism at the Super Bowl. God forbid that ever happens. But today on Black Friday in New Jersey, close to Philadelphia, the American Dream Mall closed for a time. It was evacuated. A bomb threat was called in. The good news is the American Dream Mall in Jersey has reopened. Shoppers are back in, but you're going to have to shop like you cross the street. Look both ways and be cognizant of your surroundings. Coming back with the turkeys. J.D. Hayworth. 877-973-7425, the number to call wherever you are, whatever you may be doing. On this day after Thanksgiving, on the Eric Erickson Show, as promised, again, being a recovering congressman, uh, when I make promises, I keep them. And uh, now, submitted for your disapproval, quite candidly, what I'm calling turkey leftovers. No, not the great stuff you've got in the fridge, but rancid stuff that... um, is suitable for disposal. Now, I'm not saying humans are, don't get me wrong, but sometimes arrogant folks say the darndest things. And so first up, it's the tallest of the Tom turkeys with the lowest sense of ethics, even though now, as I understand it, he's allegedly teaching a course in ethics at his alma mater where he went to undergraduate school, William and Mary. That would be James Comey, former FBI director, not to be confused with Congressman James Comer of Kentucky. There's a huge difference. Taking you back to May, 
when the long-awaited, laboriously, painstakingly assembled Durham report was released. Uh, John Durham, DOJ lawyer, followed the assignment given him by ex-Attorney General uh, Bill Barr to AT. Describe the problems, and that's about it. Don't put in place any real mechanisms for change because, above all in Washington, we are institutionalists. And even though the Department of Justice and the FBI, sadly in Washington, with all the political appointees, is unfortunately now apparently rotten to the core, we're not going to talk about that. So the 6'8 ethical pygmy, James Comey, shows up in a place that's kind of become a haven for these kind of folks, Regrettably, with my old congressional classmate from 1994, Joe Scarborough, on MSNBC's Morning Joe. Only on this particular day, back last May, it was Wee Willie Geist in the chair. And Willie asks Jim Comey the three-word question. Were mistakes made? Take a listen to cut one. Oh, definitely. And they were found four years ago by the inspector general. So there's nothing new in this new document. What were some of those mistakes from your point of view? Oh, that the FBI didn't communicate clearly the status of certain sources. They didn't double check certain information before putting it in a court application for a foreign intelligence wiretap and a bunch of others. Yeah, a bunch of others. Now, th- th- you got to understand the M.O. here. It falls back on the the thing that used to happen back when William Jefferson Clinton had his wandering eye and all those Chinese donations back in the 90s. The deal is when there would be damaging news to Team Clinton, when was it released? Well, usually on Friday afternoons or right before a holiday. Now, in the case of... uh, James Comey, he goes on there saying, well, of course, the inspector general. Inspector general did all this stuff. And so Willie Guy says, sure, ask him about mistakes. And you heard the disgraced FBI director say, oh, yeah, sure, here are a couple of them and a whole bunch of others. Now, what uh, James Comey doesn't articulate are the details of his criminal behavior. So he's not going to talk about that. He's going to be like a guy in the in the broadcast biz who's uh, short on time with copy going, and many, many more, a whole bunch of others. He doesn't want to go into detail, even though he brags about his superior intellect. Because to do so, to articulate those would, again, reinforce why uh, there is criminal exposure, in my opinion, if anyone should bother to really look. But wait, there's more. Comey uh, pulls out the the talking points of the left, and it's uh, it's what you're hearing with greater and greater frequency, even if you are a conservative distrustful of Donald Trump. Certainly you can see what the uh, the marching orders on the left are, and it goes beyond... Uh, orange man bad it goes to why this man is a threat to democracy itself again james comey from uh, morning joe uh, back in may of this year clip two 
I think he poses a, a near existential threat to the rule of law. He will do everything he can in a new term to try to tear down the institutions that he sees as threats and to dismantle them and the people who occupy them, the apolitical people who occupy them. So there is a lot on the ballot in 2024 if he's a candidate, but the rule of law, in my view, is at the very top of the list. Oh, there it is, right by the script, with the conviction in his voice, if you remember, Animal House and Nita Meyer. When he was outlining the offenses against Delta House, a little catch in his voice. Faithfully submitted. What a bunch of hoo-ha. I'd use a stronger term, but this is a family broadcast. The guy is inherently political. And again, because he, he was scooting out, a, you know, again, stop and think. Whatever you think of Trump, understand... Uh, the uh, the Obama team had him surveilled. Comey uh, goes to see Trump. Yeah, we 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 want you to know there's there's some surveillance of you in Moscow. That that infamous again. I don't even want to describe on a family show what was what Mr. Trump was accused of, allegedly in a Moscow hotel room with a couple of um, uh, with a couple of. Uh, working girls in the neo-Soviet Union. No, no. I, I, But that kind of hoo-ha was out there. And whether to try and send chills up the spine of the president-elect, huh, Mr. President-elect, I think you know there, there, there's some disturbing reports out there and we're keeping an eye on them. But it was designed to intimidate and at the same time inform. See, this is the thing about Comey. So lugu lugubrious is this guy that he... He's kind of like an overgrown Eddie Haskell, if you're hip to leave it to Beaver. Remember that? Eddie would come over and, uh, while with young Theodore, as he would call him, to Mr. and Mrs. Cleaver, with the Beave and Wally as one of Wally's buddies and just being an older guy, hey, squirt, let me tell you. And then here comes Mom. Oh, Mrs. Cleaver, I was just telling young Theodore here about, you know, all the hoo-ha. That's who this 6'8 ethical pygmy is. But here's the problem for it. You see, he's, he's looking at this, and he's thinking, I'm so clever, I'm going to skate. And then being, and again, a turn, and this is the commonality with, with Bill Barr. We believe in these institutions. They cannot be disturbed in any way. So let me, oh yeah, Trump is so bad, he's going to go after the apolitical people. Nah. But we need to seriously rethink. Sad to say, many in the service of the Federal Bureau of Investigation are dedicated apolitical law enforcement officers. Sadly, they have been controlled by politicians. When Mr. Obama took office, and there was uh, his uh, dear friend, that he put in his AG, and they, to use a phrase of the left, they systematically installed political people. And eight years later, the fruit of all their political shenanigans came home to roost. Indeed, you can look back, why do you think Obama had Mr. Trump in the Oval Office the next morning? It wasn't to proclaim the legitimacy of this stuff, it was to provide cover for all that had been going on. The domestic spying 
on a candidate for president of the United States. Why, Richard Nixon and those in his service are identified as villains by historians for all of that. But Obama still comes out every day and does his preening and his moral pronouncements and uh, declaring an equal amount of guilt on all of us or somehow there is American complicity or... If that's your business, you didn't build that. that he, you're not responsible for your own success. And all the attendant hoo-ha that, let's face it, is socialist bilge. Because it goes beyond teamwork. My first campaign, there was a guy working for my incumbent Democrat opponent. He would wear that shirt that explains socialism. About, uh, you milk a cow, you give the milk to your neighbor. Some sort of hoo-ha. I saw it, I saw the inherent uh, philosophy behind it, and I said, no, thank you, and yet it is being served up. So the stuff from Comey in our Turkey Leftovers Department, that came from from May. I want to pull out uh, another example of uh, how, how this must be contagious. And before I do, just one simple thing for Comey, and I hate to put this in uh, the language of the Sopranos, but because it was uncovered that, now I'm metaphorically speaking here, uh, Team Obama and the Washington institutions wanted to whack Trump. They are terrified he gets into office so he can whack them and whack them good. Just a little food for thought from a guy who's been there and seen stuff like that. Now, uh, no doubt James Comey was B.A.D. bad. His successor, when it comes to bureaucraties, is, is absolutely in the same boat. This was what? Within the last 10 days. There's a congressional hearing. This uh, has both Christopher Ray the current FBI director, and alongside him is the, think of him as Paul Revere in reverse. The guy who has the job as the Secretary of Homeland Security, one Alejandro Mayorkas. Both a couple of attorneys, both bureaucratic animals. Christopher Ray, a former high-priced attorney who can fashion words in a most curious way. And Mayorkas, who actually speaks truth when he goes up and testifies to the Homeland Security Committee, and they go, what's going on here? He goes, "Uh, things are proceeding as planned. Literally, that's correct. He is the guy at the behest of his boss who has turned 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue into the world's largest assisted living center, or certainly the most impressive uh, assisted living center, whatever their technical limitations, they understand their mission. Erase the southern border, allow a full-fledged invasion, and there's no way to sugarcoat it. That is what's going on. And boy, believe me, where where I am coming from you today, in the state of Arizona, there have been changes for it. So I say all this by way of introduction because get ready. 
when we come back, straight out bureaucraties from the new FBI director and worse. It's JD for Eric. Stay with me. How do I navigate this system and find the file and the folder that I saved earlier? What do I do? You know, you get on Google and ask that question, but if you got Vision Computers, you can call them 15 seconds or less. They answer the phone. They give you the information because they're there to help. You can buy a computer, a laptop or desktop from Vision Computers, and then let them be your in-house IT department. You got a crazy question? You save something on the computer. You don't know where it is. You don't know where to find it. Anything like that. Or you got a printer problem, email problem, whatever. For your home or your office, let Vision Computer take care of it. If your computer isn't from Vision Computers for a low annual fee, they'll take care of you too. You get a number you call that nobody else has, 15 seconds or less. They answer the phone. They take care of the problem. They diagnose the problem. They solve your technical problem with your computer. Build your computer and save time with IT support from Vision Computers. Call them anywhere nationwide. 404-COMPUTE, 404-COMPUTE, or visioncomputers.com. Call them at 404-COMPUTE. Well-connected and well-respected. It's Eric Erickson, live every weekday. Join Eric's Army of Activists. Text ARMY to 33777 now. 877-973-7425. Coming up next hour... I've got to alert you, <laughs> yeah, the Senate is back up to some sneaky snake tricks when it comes to true border enforcement and ending the invasion. When you and I get together uh, following the break at the top of the hour, I will fill you in on what I'm talking about, and yes, I will name names and I'll give you a hint. One of my old uh, congressional classmates who uh, moved over from the People's House to the world's greatest deliberative body, as the Senate thinks of itself, uh, since there is now a, a powerhouse in the upstate of South Carolina with a signal stretching all the way border to border to the South Carolina Midlands, this particular guy will want to listen with interest. And you've probably figured out who that is, but I will I will tell you about that next hour. Uh, the border is the issue, always has been. It's the one thing. There's no delaying what Team Biden hath wrought. The Biden bunch got their orders from Obama and the cabal of globalists. And don't think for a second that's not going on. Now, you don't have to call it a conspiracy. Let's call it a confluence of interests. For whatever reason, Barack Obama told us his goal was to was to fundamentally change America. And that's what he is out to do. But I just want you to hear a snippet of how Christopher Ray responds to a question from Homeland Security Chairman Mark Green, Republican of Tennessee, in that hearing the other week. Uh, listen to the question and listen to the lugubrious answer. This is cut three. Can the FBI guarantee the American people that known or suspected terrorists, including any from Hamas or other terror groups, are not amongst those gotaways? Well, certainly the, the 
group of people that you're talking about are a source of, of great concern for us. That's why we're aggressively using all 56 of our joint terrorism task forces. And there, but there's really no way for you to guarantee that Hamas isn't in those. Well, I, again, the, as you say, there's the unknown unknown and the known unknown. And uh, the known unknown since Joe Biden stumbled into the Oval Office, by the estimates I've seen, over 7 million, close to 8 million illegals have come in included in that group what at least three maybe four million single males of military age not exactly a cheery holiday thought but you deserve to know when we get back the next plot from washington without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop hospitals factories schools and power plants they all depend on you no matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.